everyone, and welcome back to another odd and macabre episode of Vamp Jen's Corner, an extension of my official blog site of the same name, which you can visit at jenvasquez.com. I'm your host, Vamp Jennifer, or Jen, whatever suits your fancy. It's been a while since we last convened. The last time I spoke with you all was at the beginning of October, and I did some fun stuff this past spooky season, which I'll kind of get into later in the show. I hope these last couple of months have been good to you. So with 2022 wrapping up soon, I knew I had to do at least one more episode to close out the year. And I'm releasing this episode on December 21st, the winter solstice. I felt it was fitting because it's the first day of winter, the beginning of Capricorn season is upon us, and it's the longest night of the year. And I do love the darkness and longer nights. What can I say? It's a magically charged time. In this episode, I'm doing a year in review, sharing highlights and thoughts on my most memorable experiences. Now, I did this on my blog last year, and I thought it'd be interesting to do it on the podcast this time around. Who is ready to proceed down this odd and macabre memory lane with me? In the show notes, I'll include the link to where you can find the 2021 blog post that inspired this episode. And as always, I'll include any relevant links to the content discussed. Interestingly, the first event I attended in 2022 wasn't spooky at all, but it was sizzling hot. And it was Dita Von Teese's Valentine's Day burlesque show. I was so excited to attend this. Because of all the pandemonium and restrictions of the past couple of years, the last time I saw Dita live was in 2019, and then she had to cancel her shows. I'm not exaggerating when I say I've been seeing Dita perform live nearly once a year since 2012-2013. So that two-year stretch of her not doing any shows seemed like forever to me. She's always touring and the husband and I are obsessed, so we buy tickets to her performances when she's in town. The show was amazing this year and she's finally bringing her Glaminatrix tour to the US. She's actually kicking off the tour in LA at the Orpheum Theater for New Year's Eve and I usually ring in the new year at one of her shows, but I don't know if I'm going this year. I do have tickets for the performance she's doing next year at the Fox Theater, which is in February, so you can expect a blog post when it happens. I'm so stoked. It's a North America tour, so if you want to see her and other amazing burlesque performers in action, check her website to see if she'll be performing in your town. So something that starting this blog has helped me do is connect with many fantastic content creators and artists. And this year I connected with some pretty amazing individuals for the first time. For Absinthe Day, which happens on March 5th, I interviewed vlogger Adrienne LeVay, who has an impressive knowledge of absinthe. Her YouTube channel covers the spirit, but she also does videos on goth music and gothic literature. She's also an amazing opera singer. It was such a pleasure corresponding with her, so go check her out if you haven't already. Edward Transylvania and Wicca are two musicians that I featured separately and both had new music that debuted this year, so that was exciting to share. They each have a unique style and sound, so it was neat getting to explore that in the articles I wrote. I also had the opportunity to interview In Isolation, a new wave dark alternative band that's been creating music for more than 15 years. 
A Time of Shadows was the spotlight feature on Ramp Jen's Corner in October, which was fitting because the founder, Paul, produces gothic horror music, which is perfect to get you into the Halloween spirit. Lastly, Fuchsia Flocks was the final music artist of 2022 I had the pleasure of interviewing. Although her genre of music isn't one that I normally listen to, her newest album, Aspro ASBO, which stands for Anti-Social Behavior Order, sent a strong message about female empowerment. The album had a darker sound compared to her other works and some gothic elements, and I thought it was interesting how she wove the fictional character of a Greek witch to communicate her message. Speaking of creators and artists, this year also saw some awesome new releases that I covered. I kicked off the year with a review of Midnight Syndicate's Bloodlines. Now, the album actually released during the latter part of 2021, but because Halloween season is a busy time for these guys, no surprise there, I had to push back the feature a bit so they had time to do the interview. But we made it happen and I published that piece back in January. Ed and Gavin of Midnight Syndicate are the OGs when it comes to making horror and Halloween-inspired ambient compositions, so I consider myself very lucky to have interviewed them not only once, but twice on Vamp Jen's Corner. I've listened to these guys since I was in high school, which was late 90s, early 2000s, and being able to get in touch with them has been amazing. Then there's The Sixth Chamber. I've premiered new music from the gothic doom metal band in the past, and in 2022, they released new music. I debuted their very vampiric music video for Red Death Masquerade, which featured lead singer Ronnie Pister, accompanied by the lovely Danny Devine and Loretta Vance, who are both talented models and artists. They shot the video in New Orleans, which is a city synonymous with vampires. I also received my copy of the much-awaited Vampire Book, which is a biography of Mela Nurmi by Johnny Coffin. I purchased this book a few years ago through GoFundMe, and it was in production for a good two years before finally being released. I devoured the book, learned so many fascinating facts about the woman behind Vampire, and reviewed it on my blog this year. December 11th also marked what would have been the original Glamour Ghoul's 100th birthday. Very exciting, and it just goes to show how Vampyra is ingrained in the horror community and in all of our dark hearts. Alright, now, I don't typically do reviews of TV shows or films on my blog. I did one back when Vampchen's Corner was a baby. It was a review of the Winchester movie, and it was like the second or third blog post I wrote. The reason I don't do them is because I don't consider myself a good film or TV critic. I think you have to have an eye to properly review those mediums, and in all transparency, I think I'm too forgiving when it comes to TV and movies to give them an honest review. I try to see the silver lining, even when it comes to film adaptations of books I've read. I'll think something was good, but then I'll hear people point out what was wrong with certain things, things that I don't pay attention to. So all that to say, I don't think you'll see movie or TV show reviews on Vamp Jen's Corner. But there were some really good shows and movies that were released this year that I have to mention on the podcast. Remember, take my opinions with a grain of salt. Let's start off with Stranger Things 4. I was late to the game with the Stranger Things series and only started watching it in 2021. This past season had me on the edge of my seat. Another fun summer ween watch for me was What We Do in the Shadows. 
That show never fails to crack me up. I follow Harvey Guillen, who plays Guillermo on the show, and he posted on social media that they wrapped up filming for season five. Summertime seems to be the airing schedule for this series, so I'm guessing it'll start streaming next July. There was also Hocus Pocus 2, which I thought was fun and entertaining. I really enjoyed The Monsters. Now, I know some people who are fans of the TV show didn't care for the movie. I didn't watch many episodes of The Monsters growing up, and I wasn't comparing the two, so I didn't mind Rob Zombie's take on it. However, I did watch plenty of the 1960s Adams Family show, and speaking of the Kooky family, I am loving the Wednesday series. I think Jenna Ortega did a superb job, and I was excited and grateful that the media site Hiplatina asked me to write a brief article for them about viewership records the show broke in its first week. I recommend watching it if you haven't. Another film I was highly anticipating this year was Blonde, which was based on the historical fiction novel of the same name by Joyce Carol Oates. I am a huge admirer of Marilyn Monroe, and I read the novel many years ago. I loved the movie, thought it was beautifully done, and all I can say about Ana de Armas' portrayal of Marilyn Monroe is, wow, she blew me away. If you're also a Marilyn Monroe fan, I did a tribute episode to the Blonde Bombshell this past year for the 60th anniversary of her passing. It's episode 16, if you want to give it a listen. Who else is a fan of the Boulay Brothers' Dragula? The Titans season launched in October, and I believe the finale will have already aired by the time I drop this episode. However, as I'm recording this, the final episode hasn't been released, so I'm excited to see who takes the Dragula Titans crown. I love the Boulay Brothers. Besides watching their TV series, I listen to their podcast, and these two drag queens, Drag and Swanthula, are the reason I started listening to podcasts in the first place. They started their show back in 2020 when everyone had to be cooped up at home. And if it wasn't for them, who knows? I may not have been interested in starting my own podcast. So I guess they're kind of the reason the Vamp Gens Corner podcast exists. And then lastly, I must mention AMC's interview with the Vampire series. You know I wasn't going to leave that one out, right? It's bittersweet because the show was released after Anne Rice's passing, but it's awesome knowing that they're going to continue bringing her Vampire Chronicles to the small screen. I loved the first season of the show. I know there are departures from the original story, but I think they did a fantastic job making those changes to the plot and characters, and I'm looking forward to future seasons. And who else has seen the previews for Anne Rice's Mayfair Witches series? That's starting in January, although I may hold off on watching it because while I've read a lot of Anne Rice's books outside of her Vampire Chronicles, that is one book series I haven't read, and I would prefer to read the trilogy then watch. We'll see if I can resist the urge though. And on the subject of Anne Rice, this past December 11th marked the one year anniversary of her passing. I can't believe it's already been a year. I remember the evening I jumped on Instagram and saw the post announcing her death. I was heartbroken. Her death was a tremendous loss for the literary and vampire worlds and also for individuals like me who have been inspired by her to write. 
I can go on talking about her, and I did in a past episode. So rather than rehash what I talk about, you're more than welcome to go back and listen to it. It's episode nine. I recorded it last October to commemorate her 80th birthday. Her son, Christopher, mentioned on her Facebook page that plans are underway for a celebration of life for his mother set to take place sometime next year in New Orleans. That is something I would love to attend, so I'm hoping I'm able to when it happens. Let's return back to events I checked out throughout 2022, shall we? After the burlesque show, the next event I went to was the Mystic Museum's 90s Slasher Exhibit in April. That was the first time I had been to an event at the Mystic Museum since 2019. It was good to be back. There were immersive activities and photo ops, and I looked at the shop's website, and the exhibit is up until further notice. There's no end date, so if you're local or will be visiting Burbank, California, check it out. Okay, so you heard me rave and praise the Boulay Brothers Dracula earlier, right? Okay, so... After every season, they do a big tour, which includes the finalists and the crowned super monster from that recent season. I bought tickets to attend the show happening in my city in May. And guess what? I didn't make it. Yes, much to my horror and dismay, I missed the show due to, get this, car problems. Long story short, our car stalled earlier in the day and we couldn't get it fixed in enough time to attend the event later that night. I was so disappointed. I had been waiting to go to that show for months and mm, actually scratch that. I've been dying to see a Boulay Brothers Dragula show ever since I learned about the show, which was like four years ago. So really, I've been waiting to see a live Dragula performance for four years. I mean, it sucks, but I got over it, and if anyone's wondering, we got the car situation fixed. Thankfully, or I may not have been able to attend any more events for the rest of 2022. However, they've already announced the tour schedule for next year, and they're doing the Los Angeles show in May. So, even if I have to walk there, I am going. Fortunately, I attended many other events after that mishap, so let's move on to those. During Summerween, I attended Goth Night, which is a recurring monthly event happening at Maris Gallery in LA that debuted this past May. It's hosted by Shane Zakowski, who's an amazing dark artist, and he's organized an awesome event to bring together the goth and dark art communities of the city. There are vendors selling macabre goods, live entertainment, and goth music, of course. I had a great time, and when I went, there was a magnificent fire dancer performing on the patio, so that was fun to watch. This year, the horror convention Midsummer Scream finally returned to its hometown of Long Beach. Going to that was the pinnacle of my summer. The horror con has grown tremendously over the years, and next year I want to try to attend the entire weekend. This year, I got to see some of the surviving descendants of horror icons Bella Lugosi, notoriously known as Dracula, and Boris Karloff, aka Frankenstein. The discussion was led by Metallica's lead guitarist, Kirk Hammett. I also attended an interview with Christine McConnell, plus there were a ton of haunts and hundreds of vendors. I'm not joking when I say it's the horror community's social event of the year. I kicked off the haunt season by going to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios Hollywood in September. 
what a night that was full of frights and so many delights. Sorry if that was too much rhyming for you. I couldn't help it. I always have fun when I go and this year did not disappoint. You can have a look at the blog post if you want to see pictures and read details about my time there. Moving on. In October, my birthday month, I dined at the brand new Beetle House LA. The founder, Zach Neal, relocated his Halloween and Tim Burton inspired restaurant for a third time and the grand opening was around late September. What an upgrade. I was in love with the previous two locations, but each time he's changed spots, it's been a vast improvement. I've written a blog post for each location, so check all of those out so you can get a clear idea of what I'm talking about when it comes to the transformation. Maybe I'll try to do an episode in the future dedicated to Beetle House, if that sounds like something you'd want to listen to. I'm playing with the idea for now, so I'll see. But Beetle House LA is fantastic, and I highly recommend it for spooky dining in the City of Angels. Speaking of grand openings, a goth fashion boutique also opened in my neck of the woods called Eclipsed Emporium. The shop is wonderful, and I interviewed the founder Tuesday, who has such great energy. It was a pleasure shopping at her store, and I loved the atmosphere. If you're looking for goth clothing in Long Beach, California, that's your spot. Lastly, for the first time, I attended the Via de los Muertos event at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. What a special night. Besides being there to cover it for Vampgen's Corner, I was also asked by Hip Latina to do an IG takeover for them sharing footage of the festivities. It was beautiful. There were so many elaborately decorated altars. I also got to meet Loretta Vamps in person, who I mentioned earlier when I talked about the Six Chambers new music video. Her La Catrina look was out of this world. I really can't describe in words how amazing she looked. I put up the photo I took with her in the blog feature if you're curious to see what I'm talking about. But really, what a great year for events. And what I was able to check out was just a tip of the iceberg of the things that were happening throughout Los Angeles and Orange County during 2022. I'm grateful I was able to attend what I did and I made some awesome memories. And more is coming in 2023. Over the next week or so, I'm going to start working on my autumn macabre calendar for the new year. I feel that's become a staple and tradition on Vamp Gems Corner, and I plan to have it published in January. The way I do it is I add whatever events have been announced thus far and then continue to add to the calendar throughout the year. I'm not gonna lie, it's a bit challenging for me to keep up with, especially now that events are pretty much happening again in full force, but I do my best. I create it to be not just a reference for myself for events to check out, but more so as a resource for you all out there who are looking for spooky things to do in LA. Because I am based in the LA County area, a lot of the activities I include are local to me, but I am really trying to add events happening nationwide and even internationally if I hear about them. So keep your eye out for my new calendar and join my email list if you want to be one of the first to know when it's live and when other blog posts are live. If you go to my blog and scroll down, there's a field where you can enter your email address and join. You know, reflecting back over the past year, I'm so grateful for all of the experiences and growth I've had. A few major shifts happened in my personal life over the past 12 months, which I won't get into here, but they ultimately resulted in something better for myself. 
even though they were challenging to go through as they were happening. But I'm stronger now because of them. I'm excited to enter 2023 and take VampGen's corner to the next level and initiate some new projects that I've had on the back burner. I don't like to say too much until things are more or less underway, but there's a new blog series I've been wanting to launch. I'm actually going to be partnering with someone because a portion of it will be video recorded. So I plan to fine tune that during the beginning of this coming year. I also want to revive my burlesque blog series and there have already been events announced that I have my eye on, so look forward to more event coverage and more interviews. I have a roster of people that I want to feature. It depends on the person's schedule and if they have time, so some interviews I'm able to make happen and others not, but there are so many amazing creators I have my eye on and I'm going to bring as many interviews as I can to VampGen's Corner. And again, not wanting to say too much, I am going to be focusing more on my creative writing and hopefully in some way I can figure out a way to share that with you all. I've been feeling the call strongly over the last few months to focus on my fiction. I'm very private when it comes to my creative writing, but I know I need to do more of it. And that's all I'll say for now. Before I wrap things up, I want to give a huge shout out and tremendous thank you to Feedspot. This podcast, Vampgen's Corner, was included on their list of 70 best macabre podcasts coming in at number 59. I am so grateful for the recognition and to be featured among so many fantastic shows. I'll have a link to the list in the show notes so you can uh, view it in its entirety. Thank you all for joining me on another episode of Vamp Jen's Corner as I reminisced about 2022. I hope you enjoyed it, and I want you all to know how much I appreciate each and every one of you who listens to my podcast. It means so much, and I love the community we built, and I'm excited to share more dark adventures with you all. Again, you can visit my official website at jenvasquez.com where you'll find my latest content and what I've been up to. I have also set up a donations page on there where you can contribute any dollar amount if you'd like to support my work. Funds will go to things like web hosting, equipment, upgrades, and other costs related to producing my content. Any contribution is greatly appreciated. You can also find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at jenvofficial and on TikTok at vampjen. I wish everyone a safe and merry scary gothmas and a happy new year. Until next time, which will be in 2023, stay out in macabre.